to this episode. Jamie. Last Tuesday we went to go see Stoneburner but Complex in LA. Stoneburner is a side project of Stephen Archer from Ego Likeness. Music's like um electronic has some elements of tribal drum and bass, trance. At times it could be kind of like dead can dancey. What was great about when Stephen went on stage and he's like ladies and gentlemen 
me. <laughs> that was... <laughs> Steven's awesome. Yeah. There's some disturbing ass fucking videos though, but I think I don't know. They're, I think they're meant to they're like your brain and they're all like spiraling and I have like a thing with spirals. I don't know why. Like as an example, every time I do salvia, I don't even know if you can find that shit anymore, but every time I do that, there are always spirals of some sort. Like, the first time I did it, it was like a lizard spiral. And then I was just like, oh, look at that lizard. He's going through the wall. What a fucking loser. <laughs> Who says that? <laughs> and then my friend was all like, oh, I don't want to crush the man that lives in my hands. So he was holding his, like, hands in this diamond shape. <laughs> I smoked more and I was like on the floor fucking laughing and like melting into the concrete. Good times. <laughs> and then there was the time that I did it with Jamie and we were watching the killer clowns from outer space. <laughs> and Jamie was trying to direct the people where to go. <laughs> they wouldn't take my advice. They just did what they always did in the movie. <laughs> As you know, yeah. And then she was all I, she was all about like making preparations for the queen and I'm like who said she's like the guy and the dude <laughs> clearly <laughs> yeah <laughs> no like there is no queen <laughs> just keep watching there's a lot of Dr. Seuss shapes and images yeah I think it was that same time where I fucking kept seeing like spirals of flowers and I kept melting through the chair or like, you know. Yeah, that sounds right. <laughs> I must have been flaying about all crazy. I don't know. For me, I was just melting through shit. So the opener was um, this DJ from, was it Mexico City or the day? Mexico City. Yeah. Damien, I cannot pronounce Damien her. Damien Licht. 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 Okay. Lift. Um, yeah. I don't know. That was a lot more awesome than I thought it was. Like, I just, at she first, was really I, was, I was like, okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, once you really got going, though, it was, like, really good. The bass made the seats and floor rumble in a good way. Yeah, she used a really low tone bass. That was pretty awesome. Yeah. And it wasn't, like, it didn't kill your ears or anything. I could hear a lot of influences in me Mexican music and some of the sounds and some of the samples that she'd do. That club music, Mexican club music. Yeah. It kind of reminded me of some of the little rave type house parties I used to go to in Rosarito Beach back in the late 90s. Back when people had raves. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, man, I just came along for the ride. <laughs> it wasn't my idea. After Stoneburner, the Marching Dynamics played afterwards, local L.A. band. For some reason, I remember it. Who were they open for? Was it Faderhead or something? No, it was Fractured. Oh, wait, Fractured and... and okay. I remember them being a lot more exciting. I might have just not been on it that night. Possibly. I mean, but it got better. I just, they had a shaky start. Kind of warm up. They had to warm up. So that was the show. Oh, and Stoneburner fucking killed it. It's just, it's awesome that a one-man show can be so full of energy and stuff because he's just crazy yeah, he on did, stage. he did a really good job of being entertaining. Yeah. And the music just kind of, like, transitioned in, like, the best ways. 
I hurt myself kind of dancing in my seat. <laughs> I did. My neck did not feel well. But that was the show. Crazy jumbled up version of it. There will be a better, more thought out review later on with some pictures. Without the drug rants. Without the drug rants. For tangents, I should say. What is an Unscast with us without some tangents? So here's some music from New Stoneburner off their latest album. On the Folding of Space.
that second song there was uh, White Shadow. Their 10th anniversary celebration is coming up on May 6th in Baltimore. They'll be having special guests, My Enemy Complete, and we'll also have DJ Nesca, who happens to be a Como staff member. Yay, Nesca! Yay! Doors open at 9, $8 at the door. Check it out if you're anywhere near there. It's at the depot. So Combi Christ is uh, releasing a new album soon on June 3rd. This is where death begins. You can probably pre-order it now from Out of Line. On May 7th, there's going to be another Death Nation gathering here in San Diego at La Marque on 5th Avenue. And there's going to be DJs playing industrial cyber goth, cyberpunk. It's 18 and up. Covers only $3. So if you are open, you should definitely go check it out. And starting July 7th, Ivarden's Fear is going out on tour with Cyanotic and Azaloscope. It's going to be a tour of two wolves. Featured by Darker Side of Light Productions. And it's going to run from July 7th to August 2nd. Covering North America. On May 4th, 7 OC's Goth Industrial Club Night is hosting their May the 4th Be With You night. At the world famous Doll Hut in Anaheim. If anybody's in the area, it's 21 plus, free before 9.30, $5 after. DJ Gnome, used to be the Unscast co-host with Shibari, will be there. So check it out if you're in the area. The first leg of the Eviscerate tour for God Module, which is on the East Coast and the Midwest, starts at the end of May on the 31st in Atlanta, Georgia, and going through June 13th, ending in Minneapolis. Part two was probably going to be West Coast, which so I can't wait. They were awesome when they played it down in San Diego. There's an interview there that I still have to post. I'm sorry, it takes forever, but we're busy because, you know, we're HBICs and shit. So here's more music.
So here on this last segment, we're going to take a a little bit of time to talk about prints. I know you've probably been getting inundated with tons of print stuff all this week. And that's because him dying is a big fucking deal. Prince wasn't one of those people that just stuck in a box. He transcended genres. People of all walks of life can relate to Prince's music. He's definitely one of those people that made it be okay to be weird, artistic, and be yourself. He wrote Purple Rain in his late 20s. Like, that's such an amazing album. It's one of those albums that's kind of the soundtrack to a period of time. There's two things about Prince's death. There's the sorrow that we're never going to hear new Prince music again. Like, that's done. There's, There's no... Well, he has thousands of unreleased songs. But, you know, he's not going to be creating anything new. It, it really was the death of an era. Things were very different and uh, weren't as heavy as they are now. That whole part of life is dying if I don't really, if I'm expressing myself. So it's kind of like, it's not just Prince dying, it's what he represents. And then a lot of people on Facebook are just like, oh, I'm so sick of hearing about like people being sad about celebrities dying. And then I saw something, and I think I shared it on my personal page. It's not just because, you know, we knew them or whatever, but because they helped us know ourselves. I mean, I do agree with that 100%. It's a lot of times it's just music and art that moves you and like changes you and the way you think and the way you view the world. I think that is a great gift that artists give us. Yes. And I'd probably say that other than Leonard Nimoy, Prince's death is probably the one celebrity or the celebrity I've been the most sad about. Other than Spock. Um, (laughs) I know it doesn't really fit in with what we usually play here, but You know, Prince didn't really fit in anywhere. He made his own way. So, we're going to play... Whew, I'm getting the vapors. (laughs) (laughs) You're getting reclamped. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Here's the When Doves Cry. And that's why this episode is titled And Then the Streets Were Bathed in Purple Light. Until next week, peace. Bye.
Can you picture 